listening to The Currency Welcome. I'm your host, I'm Mike Gaston, and it is a pleasure to be with you today. This podcast, The Currency, been going for a little while. If you're a first-time listener, this podcast has been focusing on the power of private business in America, but really, the currency is all about the power of people to be creative, to solve problems, to create value, and the power of ideas. And in the name, The Currency, this concept of uh, ideas and human creativity and ingenuity flowing, creating wealth and value for the people around us, our society, our community, and the world at large. Pretty heady concepts for a little podcast, but that's what it is, folks. Now, I, I'm going to not have a guest today. I'm just going to chat with you a little bit. Every once in a while, I like to just get in front of the mic and have a chat. Something's a little different this time. I don't have a topic. I haven't sat down saying there's something I really want to talk about. Well, that's not 100% true. I, I, I do want to talk about something, but I, uh, I tend to talk about this on a regular basis. And the reason I want to talk about this thing is just as something happens, kind of some sad news. But if you will remember, if you're a longtime listener to the podcast, uh, I interviewed a gentleman named Joseph Fee, Joe Fee, and he is co-owner of a company called Fee Brothers with his sister. And the two of them run this really amazing company that has been going since the 1800s, multi-generational and um, really wonderful. And he's a character and the company makes cocktail mixes. If you ever use bitters uh, to make a drink or maybe some orange uh, flavoring, etc., they make just hundreds of different flavorings that you can put in a cocktail mixer. If you ever had a mixed drink, it's, it's quite likely, quite likely that you've had Feed Brothers, uh, Feed Brothers product in your in your drink. And that doesn't matter where you are. They, they, they're selling all over the world. I think uh, Joe's big desire was to get into Antarctica, but unfortunately there were no bars there. So the sad news is Joe passed away a few days ago. He passed away on Thursday of this uh, last week. Let me see. That would have been... That would have been the 6th, February 6th. He was 55 years old. And... Um, you know, and it's just it's just heartbreaking. Now, I, I understand, I don't really know the details, but I understand that he was sick, may have had a respiratory infection, and there were complications. I don't know if it, I, some, some people said it was respiratory complications, some said he had a heart attack. Regardless, um, this was a healthy, hale man. He was a big guy, big personality, generous, big heart, and um, it's just really sad to, to know that Joe has passed away. And uh, so... You know, like like all these things tend to do, it just has me thinking. I would encourage you, you know, check out the episode. I I, I want to say Joe is like one of the one of the uh, most colorful uh, folks that I've interviewed, and I want and I think he may have been the first face to face interview that I did. So you know, I launched this podcast a while ago, and and I use a remote thing, so you know, a, a, a guest can dial in essentially on their computer and we can record this conversation. And, uh, and even when somebody was local in my town, I was just sending them the link and saying, you know, we don't have to do a face to face. Let's just get on a call and whatever. But I've been wanting to meet Joe Fee for a few years. And the thing that was fascinating to me is you've got this company that's well over a hundred years old that is selling product all over the world, just in Rochester. Now we do have some companies like that, like Kodak and Xerox have been around for a while sell products all over the world. But the cool thing about Fee Brothers, it was in a rough part of town. You drive by that building a hundred times and not think twice. You wouldn't, you wouldn't know that they were there. You wouldn't know who they are or what they do. I bring Fee Brothers up to 
folks in town that I know, and they're like, yeah, I don't, I don't know who, you know, what are they? Who are they? So when I discovered the business and I discovered that it was a local and family owned, I thought, I just really want to meet this person. I want to meet the guy who's running this business. And I didn't know it was he and his sister at the time. And I reached out to him and I said, I would love to have you on my podcast. I'd love for you to tell your story. I think it would be a lot of fun. And he was game. And, uh, but I selfishly said, you know, I'd like to come down and do it face to face because I just, I wanted to see the operation. I want to meet Joe in person. I want to see the operation. And uh, so he, he agreed and you know, I had some gear. So I packed a couple mics and got my stuff together. And I have to admit, when I went down there, I was breaking a sweat, like just setting everything up. I was really nervous that I was going to mess up. And, you know, you've got to be the audio technician. You've got to be the interviewer and a host, et cetera. And it was just a little challenging, but it went off without a hitch. And if you give the episode a listen, it's episode number 17. Uh, you just go to my website. It's mikegaston.com forward slash the currency O. One seven. If you look for MikeGaston.com forward slash the currency 017, just type that into your browser. You'll be taken to that. Of course, you can find it on Apple and Spotify and Google, uh, Google Play, etc. So give it a listen. Joe's such a character, generous guy, some fantastic, fantastic stories, and uh, just lovely. It was just a lot of fun to be with, a lot of fun to talk to. So Sad news. My condolences go out to Joe's family, the Fee family, to his sister, uh, Ellen, that runs the business. And um, it's heartbreaking. And I just wish the best for the company and for the family going forward. Uh, I know he's going to be greatly missed. And I think, you know, the world is uh, is a little sadder for having lost Joe. Of course, when anybody passes away, that's the case. But I, I think he was he loomed large. He loomed large in the um, cocktail drink industry. And I know he's going to be missed. So I, I guess the thing for me that I've been just thinking about is I relay that story to you of reaching out to Joe, having the opportunity to meet him face to face. I'm so glad I did it. You know, if I look back now for two or three years, I wanted to meet this guy. I'm so glad that I, that I pushed myself out of my comfort zone and I reached out to him and I'm glad that he said, yes, he was a generous guy. And we had a fun time. I mean, I spent a couple hours with the person I wanted to meet. I got to see their business and understand how it operates. And I just always find that kind of stuff fascinating. Got to meet his sister, tour the facility, see, you know, he took me into the archive room, got to see some of the old, old labels and bottles and, you know, even the old ledger that they used to keep the books on. So I just really felt uh, blessed to be able to do that. And, you know, I guess the lesson for me is just, you know, to not let fear or procrastination or laziness get in the way of reaching out and doing the things that I really want to do. And I, and I think that's for all of us. I mean, that's just, there's so many opportunities out there for us. And honestly, I, I, I don't know about you, but I find I am my biggest obstacle. I'm my biggest obstacle to the things that I want to accomplish and, and experience and do and, and create. And, uh, you know, I'm just reminded by that with the passing of Joe, I had such a nice time talking with him and, and realize now that if I had not reached out, that would have been gone. That door would have closed uh, and I would never have the chance to meet Joe and uh, to get to know him and his sister in the business a little bit. So I'm, I'm really grateful for that. And I'm just struck by how important it is to prioritize those kinds of things. You know, it's, I, I did a video recently on my YouTube channel about two by two matrices. And specifically, I talked about the Eisenhower matrix. It, it goes by different names, but essentially it's a prioritization matrix, you know, and you, you essentially have two axes. Uh, one would be urgent to not urgent, you know, if something's urgent or not urgent. 
and the other would be important and not important. And then you kind of make these quadrants. So you have like, you know, important and urgent and then not important and urgent. And, um, you know, and, and the list goes on. So long and short of it, you know, meeting Joe was something that was important to me, but it wasn't urgent. And, and often we put those things off. You know, the things that are really important to us, things that matter to us. Maybe you want to write a book. Uh, you know, maybe there's a relationship that you have wanted to have with maybe a, you know, a mentor or a business person or just a personal relationship. And, but it's not urgent for you. It's one of those things like, yeah, you know, at some point I need to do this. Maybe there's an educational thing that you want to take care of down the road or, you know, have a family, whatever these things are, they're not necessarily urgent. You know, the important urgence, like, oh, my, my, <laughs> my credit card bill is due on Thursday. You know, that's, it's both important that you pay that to protect your credit and keep, you know, not to get dinged with interest. And it's, and it's also urgent, like you, you've got to get it out on time or else there are consequences. And so I find like the really important, urgent stuff fill up my day. And then also the unimportant urgent. And, you know, I'm a one man band here, but over time, you know, I have some plans to offload some of these, you know, things that are not that important, but they are urgent. Somebody else can take care of those. I'll, I'll, I'll pay someone, you know, just personal assistant or whatever. And just please deal with these things. Um, but it's that important and not urgent that gets overlooked. And we just push that stuff out, you know, whether it's saving for your retirement, uh, you know, fill in the blanks. There's just so many different things and, and we push those things out. And I think Joe's passing is a reminder to me how important those those things are that are not necessarily urgent, but they are important. How important it is to make time for those, to plan for those things and to push ourselves out of our comfort zone if that's what's holding us back. To say, hey, I want to do this thing because you never know when those doors will close. And it's just not with people. You know, none of us are going to live forever. So obviously we don't know how much time we each have. We don't know how much time those around us have. So we have to take advantage of that time. But there could be other things too. The economy can change. Uh, you know, maybe there's a business you're interested in acquiring. Well, don't drag your feet, you know, get working on that because you don't know that window could close. Uh, it could hand over to somebody else. They could shut the business down. All kinds of things. And it doesn't have to be the big things. I mean, I look at this interview with Joe. It wasn't a big thing. It wasn't a big thing for him. It wasn't a big thing for me. This, these weren't transformative in the sense that like, you know, uh, we, uh, Joe and I did this interview. And after that, both of us became multimillionaires. I, you know, it was, it was more of just the, the, the special time of sitting with somebody that I found interesting, having some good laughs, connecting a little bit, hearing his story, and then having the honor of, of getting that story out for other people to hear. It just was very fulfilling for me. And, uh, and probably just, he, did, he, he probably didn't give it a second thought. You know, he sat down and uh, gave this uh, bald guy an interview, and then he moved on with his life. All that to say, guys, I'm not sure what's on your list. Everyone's got a list, but think about it. Take a moment. What are the things that you think are really important to you, but they're not urgent? They're not deadline-oriented. There's no pressure. You can kick the can down the road. Think about those things and start making plans. Start doing things to realize those important but not urgent things that you have, those desires, um, accomplishments, things you want to produce, uh, you know, and so on. That's really it, guys. I uh, is a very laid back, almost disjointed podcast episode. But you know, I think um, once in a while, it's probably good for me to just take a moment and chitter chat with you. So hopefully you don't mind that. I am very grateful for this listenership. It's been phenomenal. The 
the folks that listen, the comments, the interaction that I get, and then the folks that I've been able to interview and meet, the podcast has just been amazing that way. The relationships that have opened up because of that. So I appreciate each and every one of you. I haven't met you all, but get in touch. I love communicating. You can hit me via email. Just go to my website. Website. There's a contact form there. You can find me on Twitter sometimes. So you can tweet at me. Uh, catch me on LinkedIn. I'm pretty good with LinkedIn. Just give me a holler and say, hey, Mike, I found you via the currency. I listen regularly. I'd love to connect with you. And it would be fun to have a little bit of a conversation. Tell me a little bit about what you do and, um, and, and how you found the podcast. Guys, as always, I love each and every one of you. I love you all. And I uh, wish the best for you. I hope you have a great week. And I will catch you in the next episode.